Thank you for listening to Podcast West Seattle. My name is Andrew. We are listening to Natalie Page, who performed at the Skylarks open mic on December 19th. You can find more of Natalie Page's music on Facebook by searching at Natalie Page Music. That's Page with an I, P-A-I-G-E. She will also be performing at the Fremont Abbey on January 5th. On this episode of Podcast West Seattle, in coordination with the West Seattle Junction Association, we go behind the scenes of the West Seattle Farmer's Market. It's nice to come to a market that's year-round. We can buy most of our groceries. Then we head to White Center to visit Good Day Donuts. Everyone has like a novel experience from their childhood that involves donuts. And finally, we'll take a look at some neighborhood events. In January on the 10th, we'll be featuring Claudia Castro Luna, who is the Washington State Poet Laureate. This is Podcast West Seattle. Before we head to the farmer's market, there are a couple of Podcast West Seattle announcements to make. First and foremost, you can now find Podcast West Seattle online at, where else? PodcastWestSeattle.com. The website will go up within days of this recording and likely be up by the time you're hearing this. Along the same lines, you can now like us on Facebook, at Podcast West Seattle, and follow us on Twitter, at Podcast W Seattle. And now, thanks in part to the West Seattle Junction Association, we head to the junction to find out what it takes to make the West Seattle Farmer's Market a reality. It's early in the morning, well before dawn. We are on one of West Seattle's busiest streets, nearly deserted at this hour. But someone is out on the street, crouched over on the pavement, drawing with chalk. Um, we also have, it hasn't really rained, I guess, so we have all of the old markings. That's Jonica Strongman. She's the market manager of the West Seattle Farmer's Market. I spoke to her to find out what it's like behind the scenes. Um, a lot of people kind of think that the market kind of springs into life um, on its own and that it's just kind of a collection of people that get together and they're like, hey, we're going to take over this parking lot or this street. And there is just an immense amount of um, planning and coordinating that goes into that. Most of that planning goes on from Wednesday to Saturday. Take a look at the schedule. And then I create a layout. Uh, we restock all of our supplies, bring together all the like physical things that we need for the coming market. But Sunday morning is showtime. Jonica arrives early, up to four hours before the market officially opens. Sometime between 6 and 6.30, she hears this sound. But this is kind of like actually a central location a bit for um, the West Seattle Market. This is actually where um, it started in this parking lot here. So we have this um, storage shed for some of our um, equipment and items for the market. We have staff that kind of cart all of these things. It's just like posters, um, garbage compost and recycling containers, tents, things like that. Um, kind of cart it all out to the street every Sunday morning. Between 6.30 and 8, most of the gear for the market is pulled out of the storage bin. And so I chalk out where each vendor is placed based on the layout that we made. 
and then we unload some of our um, like street barricade gear from the van that we have. Rachel, a market assistant, arrived. Hi, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Myself and our assistant manager um, both close off the street. The street is usually closed by um, about seven. Um, and then also about this time in the morning, I would check and see if we have any cars that are still on the street. Luckily this morning, it's fantastic. We don't have any cars to tow, so I'm happy. And once the streets closed, things began to happen quickly. Uh, and we already have vendors who've arrived too. It's remarkable to watch Jonica and Rachel identify farms with just a glimpse of the trucks as they arrive. So this is River Run Farm right here. This is Matt from the Green Book. Morning, Neil. Oh, I talked to the car at the end, Jonica. It's the new donut person. She's just oh, like really? not in the van. Morning. 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 I like pride myself on knowing the name. Oh, there's Alfie, my favorite market dog. And then with shocking speed, Rachel identifies a car that doesn't belong. That car doesn't look like it belongs. Oh, wait, did you go past the street close signs? As more and more farmers arrive, now the main task goes to setting up the tents. All the more important today with consistent rain forecast. I'm Christy Ballow with Brady's Oysters. Uh, we come from Westport. Okay. So we do two markets on Sunday. We do this and Ballard. Uh, my name is Stina Booth, and my farm is Booth Canyon Orchard. I've been doing the Seattle Neighborhood Farmers Market for 23 years. It's a big pile. Like, so I, I sell apples and pears, and, you know, probably a third to a quarter of my load is just, you know, the tents, the tables, the scales, the signs, tablecloths, you know, just the stuff to set up a retail, a portable retail operation. And then the tables are set up. and merchandise arranged for selling. I'm super down to try something new. Yeah. I just like get nervous as people are so used to like the popular apples being on this end. Yeah. That a lot of times they like forget about what's over there. Finally, the finishing touches are put on the market. <laughs> I make the chalkboard signs for this market, mm -hmm. which is exciting. That's like one of my favorite things to do. <laughs> Buskers sign up at the manager's table. Customers eagerly await 10 o'clock. And then, it starts. Directions, okay, because you want to go to my website, pick those up. Got to get that open in the next 24 hours or so. Fresh veggies, some meat, breakfast sandwich in the summer usually. Even though I should be eating in the winter. Does she get to come every week?
we always get a cup of coffee. And then we usually get either a breakfast sandwich. We get breakfast. Just what sounds good today. So that's kind of what we always do. you get the coffee in the same place every time? Uh, red cup, yeah. So one of our farms, it's their last day today, uh, so I'm doing a little Facebook post for them. Yeah, every 30 minutes we have a little clicker that we use uh, to count how many shoppers are here. So it's just this little, like... to get some specific things here and holiday shopping. I travel a lot, so I'm not always able to come to the market. Otherwise, I'd come every week. Okay. I just started. I'm getting mushrooms. I'm going to get some chocolates. I'm going to get some vegetables and um, apple cider. department stuff. Like, uh, I was talking about you before, so I got my zapper and my very wet sheet of paper. <laughs> um, and I just go around to make sure they've got like, all their hand wash stuff done, their temperatures are cold enough or hot enough. Yeah, now that it's cold outside, it's almost never an issue. As noon turned to one, the rain continued to fall steadily. Shoppers hurried from tent to tent. What are we looking for? Something to bring over to our friend's house? Can we go for dinner? Vendors poured water off the tops of the tarps. Market concludes. Vendors begin packing up. They head over to the manager's table to check out, chatting about the day's business, plans for the week. Well, it depends on whether you're receiving the cookies or getting the cookies. But I have a bag of um, a bunch of uh, traditional cookies. There are a couple of miracle cookies. There's a bag of traditional samples. I like to travel, mm -hmm. so I go on road trips in the wintertime. So I'll go for, go away for a week or ten days and then come home and do some work and plant some things and then go away again. And then I come back into March. You all ready? Yes. You had some amazing amounts of water flowing from your tent today. Yeah, I know. Like way more than anybody else. And for the market staff, it's the morning all over again. But in reverse. Basically, every single thing that we did this morning, just doing the opposite of it. <laughs> Making sure um, everybody's loaded up and all of our equipment is packed away. And then opening the street back up. 
Yeah. And it's, uh, I mean, like the sun is going down so early that we're here when the sun rises and we're almost here until the sun sets. Uh, so it definitely feels like a full day, but there's really nothing like seeing the um, mountains, like the Olympics and the Cascades on like either side of Alaska when the sun rises. It's pretty awesome. The West Seattle Farmer's Market is located on California Avenue between Alaska and Oregon. It takes place each Sunday from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. year-round. There's always great music at the West Seattle Farmer's Market. The first song in that story was performed by Sunfly. You can find them online at sunflyband.tumblr.com. The last song in that segment was performed by Self-Doubt. You can find her on SoundCloud as self-doubt, one word. Thanks to Jonica and Rachel for talking to me and showing me around. And thanks to the farmers, customers, and buskers who let me record them as well. And special thanks to Laura and the West Seattle Junction Association for helping set it up. Next up, we travel south to White Center to taste the area's newest donuts. Good Day Donuts is located at 9823 15th Avenue Southwest. They are open from 7 o'clock to 2 I spoke with owners Eric Jackson and Allison Odowski about donuts, White Center, boiled peanuts, and more. Um, you know, everyone can relate to donuts. Everyone has like a novel experience from their childhood that involves donuts. It's where the magic happens. Got this sweet uh, Bell Shaw machine from a company in Seattle. It's from the 60s. It's got the fryer, the proofer, the icer all in one. Buttermilk hunk is my favorite donut to make. Um, because this, this delicate balance of crispy on the outside, soft and cakey on the inside. Um, um, I'm from Florida, love boiled peanuts, grew up eating them all the time, driving around. It's a roadside thing, now it's a gas station thing. So perfect excuse for me to have them all the time. And it's just fun, what's so much fun about it is everyone that comes in from different cultures that makes them, that I had no idea about that makes them and eats them. Um, so this spot has been a donut shop for 24 years total. Every good neighborhood needs a good donut shop, a place for people to hang out and chill, and you know, a donut shop is that kind of place. Uh, we live in South Park, five minutes down that hill near home, it's great. Um, we were really big into being a part of the community. So we had a fundraiser event for White Center Food Bank. Uh, I brought in all-star lineup of chef buddies of mine. We had Jeff Vance from No Anchor, Cam Henning from Amaono and Supreme Pizza, Tariq Abdullah from Feed the People, and Matt Fortner from Matt's in the Market. We each made a dish to uh, complete a meet and three. We raised 3,300 bucks in three hours. It was amazing. It was packed in here. There was a line. It was, we had DJs in here, people dancing. We had some, we had a keg from Future Primitive, which isn't even open yet. We wanna, you know, keep doing some fundraisers, keep getting other chefs involved, bring a little bit more uh, recognition and availability to, you know, the West Side and South Seattle and White Center. Early next year, I think we, could talk about doing some dinner stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, we're talking about maybe extending the donut hours. We were just talking about ramen at night. You know, maybe donuts and ramen <laughs> could happen in the future. Right. We'll see. Thanks, Eric and Allison. Next, we take a look at some events around the neighborhood. First, let's see what Jane Appling has lined up for us at your West Seattle area library branch. 
Coming up at the library in December and January, we have more programs than you might think. For readers and writers on January 9th at 6 p.m., writers of all abilities are welcome to join the monthly writing circle at the West Seattle Library. The group meets every month on second Wednesday. On Thursday, January 10th, Words Writers in West Seattle, the Southwest Branch, in January on the 10th, will be featuring Claudia Castro Luna, who is the Washington State Poet Laureate. On Sunday, January 13th, join the Ladies Musical Club at the West Seattle Library. They'll offer a concert of classical vocal music. If you're baffled by your smartphone or other tablet device, seniors are welcome to join library staff at the West Seattle Senior Center on Wednesday, January 23rd um, about smartphones for seniors. These classes are free and open to everybody, but please call ahead and register as space is limited. The library offers tech-related classes at the Senior Center every fourth Wednesday, so check for new topics each month. And in the meantime, your kids are getting cabin fever during winter break. You need to get them out of the house. We have plenty of drop-in activities going on at several branches during the school break. South Park Library invites kids of all ages to drop in for winter craft activities on the afternoons of December 26th, 27th, and 28th from 3.30 to 5. At High Point, we have Lego Disaster Island on Wednesday, January 2nd at 3 o'clock in the afternoon, so come on down and rescue your island from natural disaster. And on January 4th, Friday afternoon at 2.30 at the Southwest Library, there will be a Library Lab Building Challenge for kids of all ages. Also at High Point, coming up starting on January 11th, for kids in the 5th to 8th grade, Minecraft Camp meeting on Fridays from 4 to 5.30. All of these events are listed on the, the library's web calendar. Find us at www.spl.org for more information about these and many other activities at your local libraries. We'll see you there. Thanks, Jane. Taking a look at the calendar, I see that there's a pretty special event happening at Kenyon Hall. New York Society pianist Peter Minton will be performing popular music of the 1920s, 30s, and 40s. He is an elite, world-renowned piano player and historian of popular music, and he will be performing January 4th and 5th at West Seattle's Kenyon Hall. Visit kenyonhall.org for more info, and be sure to check out Episode 1 of Podcast West Seattle, which features a visit to Kenyon Hall. And finally... Each Saturday from noon to 3, the Vietnamese Cultural Center in West Seattle is open to the public. I stopped by to take a look around. The center features two temples built next to a steep ravine of Longfellow Creek. Hi, my name is Andrew. Oh, you Andrew, huh? Yes. How you doing? Yeah. yeah right. you? you come in here. Yeah, you open. I did go to uh, uh, some, some, some repair, yeah. you know. Oh, and yeah. then you know, the statue right here from... Uh, uh, General Tran, back to 13th century, uh, who defeat Mongolian army. So we are, we are all volunteer here, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we don't do make you know pay anyone, you know. Mm-hmm. So help you, you know, in here, you know, can see you come over every Saturday from noon to three, or you call two zero six seven seven nine six eight seven five, and uh, they get uh, the, the cultural center phone number and they can make arrangements for to play a black group, you know, mm-hmm. for, for a tour, you know. The Vietnamese Cultural Center is located at 2236 Southwest Orchard, just off of Delridge. That just about does it for this episode of Podcast West Seattle. Thanks again for listening, and please spread the word to your West Seattle friends. Also, please connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and at podcastwestseattle.com. Until next time... Here's more music from Natalie Page. 
Maybe fall was meant for us. We're not.